Hey guys, welcome to the Mental Makeover Podcast. I'm Lauren Curtis. You've probably heard the phrase, the grass is always greener on the other side, but I believe it's greener where you water it. This podcast is here to provide you with meaningful advice from myself and others in order to give your little patch of grass the best chance to grow and flourish. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in. Just briefly, apologies for the inconsistent uploads. I don't think that's actually going to change. I don't want this podcast to become a place that is just filled with content for the sake of maintaining a, you know, once a week upload. I've never really been that way. A lot of people sometimes found that frustrating, especially with my YouTube videos. I only want to create content when I feel inspired to do so, when I feel like something I have to say is constructive and might actually help someone. I don't want to get sucked into the trap of pumping content out there just to reach a quantity quota rather than actually being proud of what I'm putting out and being um, really true to myself in what I'm sharing with, with others. So just, yeah, a disclaimer. But That's what brings us to today's podcast. I was inspired, of course, by something and I've been thinking about it the past few days and I just wanted to share it so that someone else out there in the same headspace that I was in uh, can listen to my own experience and what helped me and just kind of regain focus on the situation because I know, I know I know so many people would feel the same way and I think we lose sight of that when we're in the moment. We think, oh, I'm the only person that feels this way and that's what makes us spiral into these negative thoughts but it's not until someone actually shares it and is vulnerable about feeling that way that we start to realise, oh, actually, like, no, other people feel this way. It's normal, it's okay and you don't have to be any different. You don't have to change, you don't have to conform to, you know, the way you think you should be thinking or behaving or whatever. You are just fine as you are. So, Let me give you some background info. I had a best friend's birthday this weekend and I was really looking forward to it. I haven't seen her or my other friends for a little while because I obviously live further away from them now. So I was so keen to spend some time with them and I... The, the, the event was via Facebook, so I had a look through the invite list just to see who was going. I don't really know a lot of her friends, so I was just curious if there were would be many people there that I knew. Um, there were quite a few people I knew, a lot of people I didn't know, um, but that was fine. It is what it is. That was what I assumed it, it, it would be like. We had a phone call. We had a phone call. We spoke on the phone for an hour or so, just catching up on life before that event because we just wanted to, you know, touch base with each other before we saw each other in person because it's always hard when there's a billion other people around to actually have a good old conversation. And I don't know about you guys, but when I have conversations, I hate small talk. If we're going to talk, I want it to be like, have some weight to it. I want to like know about what's going on in your life, how you're feeling, what's, you know, going on. Um, I would share what's going on in my life rather than just the, hey, nice to see you again. How's things been going? Yeah, good. How? I just, I don't know. I just, quality quality conversation. Same thing with the podcast. I just like quality over quantity. So we had a nice long chat and I asked her, oh yeah, like on the weekend, like what's the, the, the dress code for, um, your party because it was at this bar I hadn't been there before it looked nice and she said oh um we're actually getting quite dressed up you know 
would rather you know people get dressed up for it because she wants to take some nice group photos and they're going to go out afterwards um, to a what do you call it a, a, a it, the place she was going to wasn't like a bar maybe it was a bar like a club but it wasn't really a club I don't even know basically a place where you dance <laughs> um, late at night so. I knew, like, and she probably knew in that moment that I wouldn't be going out afterwards because I had just driven up from where I live now um, that day. So I was tired and I don't really drink anymore anyway. So I was just going to go spend the evening with her and then go home early because I'm a grandma. Not really. I've just had my days where I partied hard. (laughs) Um, And so basically immediately when she said, oh, we're we're getting quite dressed up, you know, wearing heels and a nice dress and... I started having this like thing in my head where I felt myself slowly becoming more and more stressed. (laughs) Um, I, with my, like, this is, let's, let me just preface this whole thing. This whole uh, situation, this example that I'm giving that this experience that I had that kind of uh, exposed these feelings within me is very, uh, what's the word? It's not, it's a bit shallow, but it doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't matter what the actual situation is. It's just how it, how it made me feel. And that's what I'm talking about because it can manifest itself in many different ways. And this is just the way it, it, it happened to manifest itself. So I have been clearing out my closet very consciously um, the past few months. I have not been buying new clothes because I'm really enjoying having a small closet. I don't like all the clutter. I don't really wear a whole like variety of stuff, especially I had a whole lot of dresses and formal wear and I don't really go out. Um, if I do, I'll wear like, you know, a nice top and a nice pair of jeans or something. I just don't really wear like, especially like really formal, like cocktail dresses that I have a lot of those from doing clothing try on hauls. I love the try-on hauls because it's fun to dress up, but in my general day-to-day life, I don't tend to wear them because I just, yeah, they're just different phase of my life at the moment. So basically like a couple of weeks ago, I did a massive closet clear out and I cleared out all of my nice dresses. I kept a couple of them, but not, anyway, I'll, I'll go into that in a second. So I did a huge clear out and donated all of the clothes. Some of them still had like tags and stuff. Uh, a lot of it was from clothing try-on hauls that, you know, the clothes I loved and that's why I didn't want to give them away at first. But it gets to a point where, yeah, it's just a little bit too much. So if I do clothing try-on hauls in the future, I think I'm going to make sure that I send the clothes back to the um, brand if I don't want to keep them myself because I just don't want to keep like stockpiling clothes that I know that I probably won't get around to wearing so with that being said of course in my head I'm thinking oh great I just just donated all of the clothes uh, that would be perfect for this event at this point I think we spoke on like a Wednesday or a Thursday and her event was on the Saturday night so I knew I couldn't buy anything online so I had to go uh, in store if I wanted to buy something so I looked through my closet and I tried on a zillion different I mean I don't I'm looking at my dresses or I'm sitting in my closet because it's the only space in my house that doesn't echo and I'm looking at my dresses and like all of them are like either too like clubby and too tight fitted I didn't know why I kept them to be honest they're just really cute dresses so I didn't want to throw them out or not throw them out I'd never throw them out but donate 
and they're all like very short or yeah, form fitted and just not something that I would feel comfortable to wear to this particular because it was still like a restaurant. It wasn't, you know, maybe different if it was a pub, a pub, a bar or a club or something. And then I've got some really, really long dresses, which are kind of like a cotton canvasy material, which I think are really cute for like a beachy or like a wine, wine, what are they called? Wineries. Blah. But nothing really in between. I wanted something that was a little bit longer, kind of more like classy, a bit more just sophisticated. I don't know, but I don't really, generally don't really have anything. I have like everything on one end of the spectrum, basically. And so I was having a mental breakdown um, and trying through old visit, yeah, just all different, like even jeans and tops and then skirts and tops and jumpers and pants. And I was like, nope, all of this sucks. I hate all of it. I feel gross. I feel like I'm going to be the only one that's going to be dressed badly or like underdressed. And then I'm like, okay, I'll go. And I haven't physically shopped in a store for so long, especially in the new place that I live. So I plucked up the courage to go uh, clothes shopping. Not courage. I just, uh, I just, I love, I love online shopping for the convenience of it. Anyway, I'm rambling. So I go to this first shop and lots of nice stuff, but it's all like $300 minimum. And I'm like, I just cannot justify that anymore. Spending that much money on something that I'm going to wear once, maybe, maybe twice. I just have so much money. So that was a quick no. And then I looked at another shop, couldn't find anything. And the next day I... I've uh, spent the day looking for clothes, which is a bit of a waste of time, but I was like having a, yes, I was just spiraling. My insecurities were like flaring up. <laughs> so I looked at these two shops and the first one I found, I'm like staring at, staring at them right now. They're really nice. Uh, jumpers, like knitted jumpers. And they're kind of like a cropped length, which I'm, I'm assuming you're mildly in, interested in my jumpers and what I bought but yeah they're like cropped length which is really good for my height because it uh is more flattering than like a full length jumper and I bought like five jumpers and they're pretty cheap like $50 each which these days is like a bargain for a good quality nice jumper anyway so I was like yeah cool I'm finding some some nice winter clothes that I'm not finding what I actually need to buy and I found this like knitted black skirt that was quite nice and I was thinking okay I'll buy that and then I've got to find a top to wear it with and it was quite like tight around my waist which was nice because it kind of pulled pulled it in but then anyway I was just like this is my 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 mindset okay so it's tight around the waist which means I need a kind of top that's like either a bodysuit or it's nice and like form-fitted so it's flattering but then it's not too form-fitted because it's pulling quite a bit of my waist and if I sit down I'm gonna be super uncomfortable so then I was just like I kind of solved half of a problem then I kind of made a new problem and I know how silly this all sounds, but it's just one of the, like, I'm sure 90% of the people listening to this have been in one of those situations where you're making a huge problem out of something that's so silly. And then I went to the next shop, found some wide leg long pants and I was like, oh, these are actually really cute. They're kind of like borderline. They're kind of like, you can make them what you want them to be. You can make them casual or you can kind of dress them up and... I thought, oh, these are nice. Okay, so maybe I won't won't wear that black skirt. Maybe I'll wear this and I'll see if there are any tops I could, you know, buy with it. Um, and couldn't find any, any tops. I found some nice casual tops, but nothing else that would 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 work with it. So I got home, 
tried on all my other tops, tried on all my other jumpers, mixed and matched a million different outfits. Like I kind of felt excited when I got home because I was like, yes, I found something. I've got something to wear. And then when I actually went to try it all on, I was like, none of this looks good. And then I was trying on trying it all on with heels and I was like, ah, oh, I just don't like how this looks with heels. I don't even like wearing heels. I can't remember the last time I wore heels. I don't buy like the cool new heels. I've just got my old, old ones. And I'm just thinking like, oh, but everyone else is wearing heels. I've got to wear heels and everyone else is wearing a dress. Am I going to be too casual if I'm not wearing a dress? And then I just found actually a, a black skims crew neck top, which I think looked really nice with the pants, but it was like, like a form fitted t-shirt. Um, and then the the pants the pants were actually like the perfect length for me uh, which was really cool but only the perfect length if I was wearing flat shoes so then I was faced with the ultimate dilemma <laughs> do I wear flats or heels I didn't want to wear heels but everyone else was going to be wearing heels and I don't like standing out so I was like oh my god I have to wear heels but then it looks like I've got little ankle freezes on because <laughs> it's like a like a universal term or is that just an Australian thing ankle freezes when your jeans or your pants are too short and your ankles are showing and you're, you're like a yeah, freezing ankle. Anyway, um, so I thought, oh, you know, I really want to wear my little sandals. Plus, I know I'm going to be driving all day and the last thing I want to be doing is wearing like heels and trying to drive. And the only heels that I liked were like tie-up ones. They're a hassle to undo. This is literally the the, the, the extent to which um, – I was overthinking every single thing. And this is what I mean when you get into one of these like headspaces and you have one little small thing and you overthink every single aspect of it and it becomes this huge thing and then you overwhelm yourself with it and then the small problem becomes this huge problem regardless of how silly the problem was in the first place. It just, it just yeah, <laughs> just gains momentum and size the longer you allow it to exist. So, um. I got to a point where I was so fed up with the amount of time I had spent on this stupid decision of wearing something to my friend's birthday party and the amount of mental anguish I've experienced over it um, that I thought to myself, like, Lauren, I literally was speaking to myself as if I was somebody else. What are you doing? Who who are you trying to impress? What What is the purpose of all of this? Like, are, are you seriously so concerned over what other people are going to think of you if you don't wear high heels if you don't wear a fancy dress if you don't do this if you don't do that I was like this is so stupid it's so trivial it's all meaningless it is so silly to be so um unsure of something that is so like minuscule (laughs) in in its importance like it's just ridiculous so I just put my foot down and then I was like no you know what I'm wearing my comfortable top these nice pants that I found and I'm wearing my flats because that is what I feel comfortable in and I may feel uncomfortable when I get there because everyone else is dressed up but you know what it's the only important thing is that I feel comfortable in 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 myself so I packed that and then the next day um we were driving it was a long 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 day of driving and we ended up leaving later than we had wanted to or I had wanted to the event was at 6 30 and I had to drive to my mum's house where we stay when um we go up to Perth so I wanted to give myself like at least at least an hour before I had to leave to kind of fix up my makeup to put false lashes on to you know just yeah touch up my face 
get changed, iron my clothes, all that jazz. We ended up only having like 30 minutes, if that. So I basically asked my mum to iron my pants, which feels so weird as an adult. I was like, mum, this is a really strange request, but like, could you please iron my pants for me? I don't know why that feels so weird. It's like as a kid or like a teenager, you wouldn't think twice about it, I guess. But like as an adult, I'm like, this feels wrong to ask my mother to like do a chore for me. That's so weird. But she was like, of course. She was just laughing at me that I felt so weird about asking her. And of course, she did the most incredible job. Like it's just the care that parents have when they do things like that. If I I would just steam them for like a, a quick second and I'm like, yeah, it's done. Anyway, rambling. Um, So I was like just stressing like crazy on the drive up, uh, overthinking everything and just being not in a good headspace. There's also going to be someone there that I didn't want to see and I hadn't seen for a long time who was um, one of the girls that was unkind to me in high school. I hadn't seen her since high school and I had very much liked it that way. (laughs) I am like a massive, massive grudge holder. I know it's not healthy, but it is something that I am. I think it comes with me being stubborn. Unless you apologize to me for something you did wrong, why would I just forget that you did that? Because if you did it once, you're able to to do it again. And I think I put my own perspective on it. If I was mean to someone and I never apologized, I would feel so gross. And I would, it would make me think that, you know, I, if, if I didn't apologize, it means that I wouldn't, that I wasn't, wasn't sorry. So if someone doesn't apologize to me, I'm assuming they're not sorry and they are happy to live with making someone feel gross about themselves. I think she was one of the ones that made fun of my YouTube channel when I started it. Anyway, but she's friends with my friends. So like it was just an unfortunate situation. So that like was also playing on my mind. Um, and anyway, so I got dressed, everything was fine. I felt, you know, I, I felt like I looked nice, but I was still... The drive, it was like a 30-minute drive to the place and I was like shaky. I was really, it was actually dawning on me that this was going to happen. Um, I was trying to listen to like upbeat music in the car to try and like psych myself into it. I was stressed about, oh my God, where am I going to park? Am I going to get there too early? Early, is anyone else going to be there? What if my best friends aren't there and it's just full of people that I don't know and I'm not, not like an extrovert, so it's really hard for me to like talk to people that I don't know. I'm also not going to be drinking, so it's not going to be easy for me to branch out of my little shell. What if that girl's there and like it's just me her and a few other people like I'm going to be sitting there awkwardly in the corner pretending to be on my phone <laughs> all of these things that we think about at least I think about um and you know it was really really cute I'm going to get up the lyrics to this song so I have my phone on shuffle as I said or uh, I have my phone playing sorry upbeat music um let me just google this song lyrics uh, I'm doing this as I'm talking to you because I don't want to edit it out okay um yeah, so what was it? The last song that played when I was basically pulling into the suburb and I think I was so in my head that I didn't even realise it was playing until I kind of snapped myself out of my little spiral. And it was I Don't Want To Be by Gavin DeGraw. Do you guys remember this song? This song? Ah! <laughs> I'm not going to sing this song. Uh, let me just read the lyrics because I'm so tempted to sing, but I don't want people to think I'm actually being serious. Um, I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and I have peace of mind. I'm tired of looking around rooms, wondering what I've got to do or who I'm supposed to be. I don't want to be anything other than me. 
and it's like it's such a powerful song when he sings and you're like yeah like damn straight <laughs> um i'm surrounded by oh this isn't really relevant to the situation but i'm surrounded by okay, this bit isn't relevant to the situation i'm surrounded by liars everywhere i turn i'm not but Anyway, I'm surrounded by imposters everywhere I turn. I'm surrounded by identity crisis everywhere I turn. Am I the only one who's noticed? I can't be the only one who's learned. And that wasn't, again, relevant to the situation, but it made me think like, and this is when I started completely flipping the story in my head. I was like, Lauren, you are so, like the first, (laughs) again, I'm speaking to myself, but it helps. I mean, whatever helps, right? I was thinking to myself, you, the number one thing you are proud of and that you have owned for so long is that you are unapologetically yourself and that you don't do things that you don't want to do just so that other people are comfortable like you you don't change who you are to make other people comfortable you don't um, conform to other people's expectations you know who you are and you are really proud of that person and that is exactly what has gotten you to where you are now Um, you've never been one to like to um Put yourself in situations that aren't true to you. You don't say things that you don't mean. You don't do things you don't believe in. You don't, you know, promote things that that you don't trust and that you don't believe in. You don't keep people around that you don't feel, you know, benefit or complement your life or are good energy. Like you are so authentically yourself. So why am I allowing such a silly situation to completely unravel all, all of that? Like basically, what I was telling myself subconsciously um, was that if I didn't dress a certain way that I wasn't going to be good enough. I wasn't going to be, um, like, I wouldn't be, I, I, I would stand out, I guess, uh, for, for negative reasons. And I, as I've said many times before, I don't like attention. I don't like to feel um, underdressed or overdressed. I just like to blend in. Um, I don't like to feel... I guess, inadequate compared to other people and feel like unattractive or, yeah, I guess that is what it comes down to or like daggy or um, like I haven't, like I'm not respecting it that it's my friend's birthday and I haven't bothered to dress up or I'm like even wearing heels because, you know, you can wear a casual outfit, but if you wear heels, it dresses it up. I was like, oh, you know, you're not wearing heels, going to be this. And just like it all came down to like a self-worth thing where, I wasn't good enough as I was, so I needed to do these things and to conform in these ways in order to be comfortable with myself and comfortable with who I'm presenting, with with how I'm presenting myself to other people. Um, and I was just listening to this song, and I'm like, this is just exactly it. None of this, none of this matters. And I was writing, to, writing Teresa about this. I'm like, this only matters if I put value on it. If if I put meaning on it, it only matters if I make it matter or if I give it importance. And if I don't give it importance, then it doesn't matter because nothing matters unless you want it to, unless you believe it does. None of this, all of this is just so, everything in life is so trivial. <laughs> you know, we have these big, amazing events, so, you know, like uh, your relationship with your with your loved ones matters, loved ones matter your children matter, your education matters, but every all these super little tiny situations, like, what am I going to wear? Oh, did I say the right thing? Did I do? Oh, I know that the way I answered that phone call was so embarrassing. Oh, oh, the way I interacted with that person, oh, I've got to be better at this, or I'm not funny. Like, all these stupid 
things that are our ego shouting at us to be better or to be cooler or to be funnier or to be prettier or to be more stylish, all these stupid things, it's meaningless. It's stupid. It's only important if you say it is. And I don't think it's important. So why am I completely like backtracking everything that I believe in in order just to, um, to, to fit in and to make myself feel good enough? Like I, I am a person that I feel like has used her platform to to help other people feel good about themselves that's my that's my 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 entire goal with my online presence all encompassing like all of my platforms I just want to make people or help people at least feel good about themselves because it's something that's so simple but yet not enough people um can say that they they feel that way not enough people feel confident in who they are or content with who they are at least just happy proud of the person they are there is so much uh toxicity in this society when it comes to like you know body image self-image um even the kind of people we are our personalities how intelligent how much we offer how um, much money we make like it's all this and social media makes it a million times worse so i'm like i don't want to use my social media to contribute to that i want it to be a safe space where people come feel heard feel seen um you know, I want it to be a balance of real life versus, you know, typical social media stuff. I just want it to be a safe space and I want people to feel better after leaving my platforms, which is where the podcast comes in. I want to, you know, share my own experiences like I'm doing now, however trivial they may seem, in an attempt to make people feel heard, to feel seen, to feel normal, to feel like they're just um, just like everybody else because I think there's some, some weird reason we all feel like we're like aliens just suffering this unique experience that no one else um, no one else has experienced whether it be like you know severe trauma or minor things like this it takes people especially with severe trauma to be so vulnerable actually and that's oh this is really cute too I was just um my laptop died before I was recording this so I had to charge it for a little bit and I was just scrolling on TikTok as I do and I came across this guy's account who his name his name is real jesse medina j e s s e m e d i n a real jesse medina and he basically just posts like i think they're little drone clips of nature and has a nice song behind them and then a cute caption and they're really calming and a lot of the comments are from people saying they're helping with um they help these little clips help with their depression and things like that they just give them a bit of like a breath of fresh air i'm speaking so fast i'm not breathing um This caption says, I believe vulnerability ripples out to others. By insisting on taking up space as yourself, you create the space for others to be themselves too. (laughs) So nice. By insisting on taking up space as yourself, you create the space for others to be themselves too. And that's what I want from, as I said, um, I, I, I want that. I want people to feel that when they come and visit any of my my platforms or anything like that I just want to help people feel good and so here I am like basically going back on everything I believe in just so that I fit into this it's just from a from an objective perspective it sounds ridiculous and I know that and I feel like saying it now sounds so silly because I'm out of the situation but in that moment I was so overcome with like just anxiety over the situation for so many different reasons that it just absolutely got the better of me and 
I texted my friend when I was in the car, one of my best friends, and I was like, are you here? I'm scared to go in by myself. <laughs> I was so anxious about the situation, like, regardless of clothing, I was anxious about just, like, just social, a social setting, like, not knowing who's already there. It's, it's different if it's, like, my best friends and no one else, but I just was, like, <laughs> thinking, oh my god, what if it's always people I'm not, yeah, as I said, always people that I don't know and none of my best friends are there. I'm just going to be sitting awkwardly. Even though all the girls are lovely, and of course, these are things you only <laughs> come to, like, these are the things, this, this, this is hindsight. I got there. Okay, fast forward. My friend wasn't there yet. She got there late. But as I was waiting to pay for my ticket, my other best friend was there and I ran over to her and I'm like, Juliet, hello. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you. And she was happy to see me too because I think we were both kind of in, in the same headspace. So anyway, I got to this place right on time and um, none of my other friends were there. So thank God Juliet was there. Um, obviously the birthday girl was there, but she was the host. So she was, um, speaking to everyone and I said hi to all the girls and they're all lovely. It wasn't anything to do with the, the people that were going like beside that one girl, but she didn't end up showing up. So that was a nice little, anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, all the girls were so nice. So lovely. I've met a few of them before we were just chatting and then, um, me and Juliet just sat down and caught up on life. And then my other best friends came and it was a beautiful evening. Everyone was so nice. My, my, the girl whose birthday it was, one of my best friends, she had an amazing time and it was just, it was lovely. And I drove home thinking, Lauren, like this is what happens every damn time. And it's the same thing when I do anything to do with like the, the media or publicity. Like if I go to Sydney and I'm the face of a brand and I'm doing like a speech in front of people or something like that, I am doing a thousand nervous poos before I go. I'm not even kidding you. There was one event where I'd probably like did so many poos that I didn't even realize my body could hold that much. <laughs> you know when it just overcomes you and you're like, your body is just so jittery that it's just pushing everything out. <laughs> anyway, that's what I was feeling like. And I feel like that way, yeah, before most of my events. Because I'm not... I think people will also get that confused. Like I, I started my channel when I was 18 and my in my mum's house in my bedroom it was just a bit of fun. You know, YouTube wasn't a thing back then. There were a couple of girls that had a big, you know, I think the most, the highest amount of subscribers someone had was 50,000. And I was like, holy crap, that's massive. And at that point, I probably had like a couple of hundred. Um, and so like no one's around. I didn't record when my mum was home because I was, I was embarrassed. So it was literally just me, my camera and no one else around. And then amazingly it turned into what it is today but like I've it doesn't mean that I'm any better at public speaking or anything like that like I can do it and when I do it I do it well and I'm really proud of myself for that but I hate how I feel beforehand it just is such an unnatural thing for me and it was a similar thing with um you know these social settings where it's a lot of people that I don't know I feel a, a lot of nervousness I guess um perhaps it's also because I'm just a really hardcore introvert I don't know but it's always the same feeling afterwards. It's always number one, pride and yeah, pride in myself that I did it, and uh, I could have easily chickened out and cancelled and said no, sorry, I'm not feeling too well or something. But I did it because I knew it was the right thing to do, and I wanted to see my girlfriend on her birthday. And the second thing is that I felt um, <laughs> how what is even the word for it? I didn't feel silly. I guess relief. Um, because it was, it's, the experiences are always great. Like generally I haven't had an experience where I've been nervous beforehand and then it's been really, really bad afterwards and I didn't feel good afterwards, afterwards. 
it's like when you push yourself out of your comfort zone, no matter how big or small, you always feel a sense of pride. And I have to remind myself of that when I get presented with opportunities that will potentially push me out of my comfort zone. I've got to remember that, no, this is a good thing. Um, this, you know, is good for your growth and afterwards you feel amazing for it. But uh, it's really it's really tough leading up to it. So it was one of those yeah moments where I just felt like literally, what, what day did we come home yesterday? I was unpacking my bag when we got home and I was looking in my closet and I was thinking, God, just like a few days ago, you were staring at this closet thinking like, just worst case scenario scenarioing <laughs> everything just spiraling into your own brain and now it's like it's done and it was great and you had fun and you saw all your best friends and like that is the reality of it we, we had this it's it's a protection thing I think I think we, we, we want to protect ourselves from being hurt or embarrassed or rejected in some way so we put up all these safeguards so that we avoid that feeling you know if I dress the right way if I um in this example it pretty much just was that if I dress the right way if I have my friends close by that I'm not going to look bad I'm not going to be embarrassed I'm not going to be awkward I'm not going to be and because all those things are really bad and if I'm any of those things then that reflects it on me as a person and means I'm not good enough and god knows that's basically most of our self-talk these days is not feeling good enough in some way shape or form and so it just reminded me like all of it is so silly and our desire to be liked by other people is so sometimes so loud and so prominent that we forget that we actually have to like ourselves first and that is more important and I'm really proud of myself for as silly as it is wearing flats in a more of a casual outfit to this event where some of the girls were super dressed up and some of the girls were you know they did wear long pants it was more more of a formal like I think I was the only one wearing heels but I didn't even I could not care less in that like in that moment in that like at that event literally I did not even cross my mind twice as soon as I was like there and relaxing and speaking to my friends I was like I was just spending time with my girlfriends which is like my favorite thing to do so I wasn't thinking about oh my god I'm the only one wearing flats or it just it's just it is self-preservation I think (laughs) well not preservation it's the wrong word but uh, protection I guess and it makes me realize how loud our ego is and how much of a hold it has over us because that's essentially what I was fighting against is my own ego my own ego was saying if you don't dress this way you're going to look bad and you're going to be people people are going to look at you and think oh my god she's so underdressed why is she so underdressed why didn't she put any effort in oh my god and that's going to reflect on you as a person and you need to be better than that so it's like this whole egotistical crappy dialogue that I had just being spat into my own ear by my own brain <laughs> it's like the devil and the angel the devil was saying like you've got to dress this way you gotta do this and that's why i was spiraling and the angel which was like trying to like shout at me but obviously had a much quieter voice and was much more gentle in in, in its approach and maybe perhaps more subtle you know coming through as little songs and cute things like that was like you are absolutely enough exactly as you are and this is what you preach to everybody else so don't forget it yourself you don't need to be anything other than what you are and what you want to be and what happened and, and what you feel comfortable being like you, you, <laughs> you need to put on, you don't need to dress up and put on a mask and dance around just to make other people more com- comfortable or um if anyone you know judges you or thinks negatively about you or what you're wearing that has nothing to do with you like as if oh, if i saw someone wearing casual clothes god i'd be like you power to you queen you are <laughs> amazing and that's what i mean like i 
not one of those people that can wear pajamas out in public. I just physically, I, I can't do it. But I see people doing that and I think, oh my God, wouldn't that be so amazing just to not care? There's that girl on Twitter, TikTok, what's her name? Anna, Anna Paul? Yeah, um, I've seen a few of her TikToks and she seems like such a lovely girl. Anyway, <laughs> I saw a TikTok where she wore a hair mask. Like her hair was like stiff in a hair mask out to lunch. And I thought I would not be seen dead doing that because I'm so, I guess, hard on myself and would be so self-conscious of doing that. But I see that and I just feel like overcome with like positivity and jealousy in a really healthy way. <laughs> not jealousy like, yeah, je- jealousy like, no, 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 that's the wrong word. Admiration, admiration is, is is the right word. How liberating to do something like that and to, and to seriously not care. That is just the coolest, most powerful thing in this day and age is to not care about trivial crap that doesn't matter. And she wears her pajamas out. <laughs> she said she wore her pajamas out to like a fancy restaurant. I, I just think because people think, oh, you know, you've got to like, you've got to respect other people who, who who dress up, and you've got to dress for the occasion. You can't be, you, you can't stand out, and you've got to be um, presentable and all of this crap. But it's like, again, nothing matters. We only put value on things and make them matter. Yeah, they only matter because we put value on them. But just because you put value on something doesn't mean that I have to also value that in the same way. But it's just one of those things where like, you know, as as you grow up and you're raised by your parents, their values are going to be instilled upon you and, and imprinted upon you. So then you're going to adopt those and you're going to live your life that way, um, and which is what's happened with, with me. And I'm eternally grateful for my upbringing. I love my parents. They did the best job they could have done. And I'm really proud of the person I am. So they must have done a good job if, you know, anyway, <laughs> random, rambling. Um so it's not like I'm like angry at them for not, you know, instilling upon, instilling, upon, instilling, instilling, in, instilling, 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 uh, anyway, I'm, I'm instilling, anyway, whatever. I'm not resentful for not having those values um, drawn into me or anything like that. But that's why I love meeting people who are just like shameless, but not shameless implies that you would normally be sh- uh, ashamed to, to, to do whatever you're doing. And I don't, I don't mean it like that, but I guess traditionally it's like, you know, you're not really conforming to what not everybody else does. So you know what I'm saying? The whole, like, just carefree. That's the word. Carefree. Shameless is negative. Carefree. Oh gosh. What a beautiful, beautiful way of being. I'm slowly getting that way more and more as I get older especially into my late 20s and early 30s. I think it'll just get better and better with age. Like I barely wear makeup when I go out, whereas a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have been seen dead without mascara on. That was just an, as if I would have left the house without makeup on. And then a few years before that, I wouldn't have been seen dead without a full face of makeup. And a few years before that, I wouldn't have been seen dead without like fancy clothing when I was living in Sydney. Like it's just this evolution of like undoing, I guess, all these expectations I had on myself. And slowly very slowly but very surely getting a hold of my ego and realizing when it's my ego that's trying to shout at me rather than like the actual reality of the situation and it's it's going to be a lifelong thing um I'm probably never going to be completely I'm, I'm never going to be the kind of person that completely doesn't care I just not in, in in my nature but my goal is yeah that isn't my goal it's just to get slowly more and more on top of it so that I feel more 
comfortable with who I am because generally most of the time I feel super comfortable with with who I am and that's why I guess it's so jarring when I feel overwhelmed by those feelings that I was having on on the weekend because it's like so unlike me to get sucked into that but I guess when I do get sucked in I get sucked in hard because it's like just yeah anyway oh my god I haven't spoken for so I haven't taken a breath in so long I've been speaking so much I hope that makes sense that's why I love doing these podcasts when I am passionate about a topic because I'm like just I'm sure that other people out there will have the same situations and this doesn't have to be about silly things like dressing up or clothing or anything like that it could be anything it could be people that don't respect your choice of work maybe you left a line of maybe you're studying something you know prestigious and you wanted to leave that to pursue something that actually made you happy and it was more of a hobby that that, that just brought you joy and um fulfillment but other people were like you know you were you were caught up in trying to make other people happy not to disappoint other people and keep up with appearances and that's even why it was hard for us to close the, the landwear thing down because I was worried that people were going to think oh my god it's going bust they're losing all this money when it was the complete opposite situation I just wasn't like happy anymore doing it and I don't want to spend time doing something that doesn't make me happy so it's like just getting a grip on on our ego and kind of discerning when it's um, healthy for us to care what other people think and when it's not healthy because I think to some degree it is healthy to have outside input Um, it helps us live a more kind of well-rounded life but often and I think especially in today's society we put way too much value on on the outside and not enough on inside we care too much about what other people think and not about not enough about not enough about what we think yeah about ourselves and if we're happy with the kind of person we are and if we're proud of ourselves and if we're doing good and we're trying our best and um I know how how all-consuming it is when 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 you feel that way and I just want yeah to let you guys know that if you're in a similar situation in in terms of like that feeling not not in terms of the actual situation like oh you got a fancy (laughs) dinner to go to but the actual feeling of like not being good enough and your ego telling you that you need to be better or smarter or prettier or funnier or richer or more successful like if your ego is telling you that you need to be all of those things in order to be a decent person and for order in order for people to like you and to respect you it's a lie it is an absolute lie because I didn't come out of that situation on the weekend feeling any less liked any less valuable any less good enough I just felt like myself and I felt like it was so um so potentially detrimental to my own work that I've done to undo all of that kind of that that foundation just to make sure other people just to feed my ego that's that's exactly what it is um so yeah just just a message to you guys to try and I know it's again it's easy for me to say because I'm not in that situation anymore but sometimes I guess I should listen to this podcast next time I feel this way um just to acknowledge those thoughts when they're coming in and to think to yourself like yeah I'm feeling really stressed right now I'm feeling really overwhelmed I'm feeling really nervous really paranoid really anxious why do I feel that way like what is what is the underlying message why do I feel anxious about um the situation is it because I feel like if I don't live up to a certain expectation or I don't achieve something or do something or look a certain way that other people are not going to respect me or find me attractive or I'll be rejected or ignored or I'm not going to be good enough or whatever. Hmm, is that actually going to happen? Is that is that the case? And if it is 
it actually going to happen if you've had that person that you if you've you've had a, had an experience where your fears have been validated and you've actually experienced that real life in real life then is that my fault or is that because of the person that I'm spending my time with is not um, deserving of my time in the first place if someone's making me feel bad because I don't look a certain way or dress a certain way or because I don't have a you know a fancy enough um, career or I'm not intelligent enough then is that a reflection of me and my worth or is that just a reflection of that person's values not aligning with mine and them not being healthy for me in my life? I don't need to have people around me that make me feel bad about myself just because they feel bad about themselves. That it's, it's, it's projecting. So then if, and I like to believe in this thing called mirroring where if someone says something bad about you, it's usually a reflection of something they are um, insecure about themselves or they need to heal themselves and it's usually pretty much always accurate. Because happy people don't try to make other people unhappy. Happy people try to lift other people up because how good does it feel to be happy? And then how bad does it feel to be unhappy? So when you're unhappy, it's a lot easier to make other people feel bad because then you don't feel like you're alone and it makes you feel less unhappy. (laughs) Anyway, so then if that person's being bad and being like a... uh, a drain on your energy and your happiness then is that my fault no that's their fault so then where does this this leave me and you okay so it's not my fault and I have no actual proof that this outcome is going to happen if I don't achieve these goals or tick off these boxes so perhaps I should just do whatever I feel comfortable doing whatever makes me feel most confident in myself despite what the people around me are doing despite what is the 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 social norm in this situation, I'm going to put myself first because I can't expect to um, be the best version of myself if I'm not even being authentic to myself. And I want to always put my best foot forward. I want to be the best person I can be. So that starts with me feeling um, proud of myself and confident and comfortable. And then I will go from there. And I'm sure the situation is going to be absolutely fine. I'm sure it will make me feel... um, proud that I pushed through it despite you know the, the these thoughts I'm sure I'm going to be very pleasantly surprised at the end of the event or the situation I'm sure it will go incredibly I'm sure it'll be an amazing experience I'm sure I'll feel really good afterwards for having done it I've just got to do it and to not worry about other people because that is all just noise it's all just noise in the background and none of it matters that's what I was trying to tell myself I know it is very hard, especially when you're right in the thick of it and you're overcome with that anxiety around that feeling or that experience. But just remember that your ego is not always there to serve you well. (laughs) It's there to protect you, but the way that it protects you is by making you feel bad about yourself. So it's kind of like, or feel inadequate or, or incomplete. It's doing that in order to keep you safe, but in doing so, it actually puts you at risk because it makes you less sure of who you are and what you have to offer, which means that you're not putting your best foot forward and you're not being yourself, which is always enough as it is. You are enough as you are. <laughs> and that's what I need to remind myself every day. I do try to. I do generally, but sometimes, you know, we have these little situations that pop up that will forever happen that just are kind of like little testers, like, hmm, you think you've done all this work on yourself, but let's actually put it to the test and see if you if your if your actions speak as loud as your words. So anyway, I love you guys. Be kind to yourselves. Um, I just wanted to share this in case you could resonate with it because it was 
very, very uncomfortable in the moment. And now I feel great for having done it. And I feel silly for being so, you know, not silly, but a little bit silly for, for overthinking it so much. But it's just the way of the world. And it's just the kind of person I can be sometimes. And that's fine. And I love that person. I love my flaws sometimes, not all the time, but I try to be accepting of them. And I love my good traits. I I think that's also something we all have to work on is like, not not disowning the the darker parts not darker parts of ourselves but as some people call it our shadow like the parts of us that aren't um our best qualities for example i am extremely stubborn that's not something that i'm incredibly proud of but it's just the kind of person i am and i've got to own that and love that part of me so that i feel that i can move on from it um, in a healthy way and not shame myself into needing to work through it like oh you're such a bad person if you're stubborn like it's such a negative horrible trait to have you need to get over that you, you need to work on yourself it's like no yes I am stubborn um, it's kept me safe sometimes it is just something that I have never really consciously decided to be it's just the way I am and that's okay we all have parts of ourselves that we um know we can improve on and I intend to do my best to nurture and love that 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 side and let her know that if she um you know wants to wants to do the work that she is open to it again talking to myself as a different person I don't know it's just finding what works for you and 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 uh, trying to implement it in whichever way feels natural and comfortable and just don't shame yourself into having to I don't know I don't know this whole this whole episode is basically just saying just don't shame yourself don't let your ego make you feel like a crappy worthless human being (laughs) and be kind to yourselves and put yourself first because I can guarantee you all these situations you're overthinking will be a million times more enjoyable and people around you will enjoy you more, like will, will, will enjoy your company more if you are just yourself because that's why you have all these people that love you in the first place because you are you and what a shame if you ever try to change that person because all these people that love you love you for this person that they know right now, which is the amazing person that you are. So on that note, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed. (laughs) I only had like 10,000 gallons of water, 15 minutes without taking a break. Love that for me. That's an efficient podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I'm not sure when I'll speak to you next. Surely when the next thing that um, (laughs) inspires a rant pops up, but hey, I love it. I love talking about it. That's why I started this podcast. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Um, I'm sending love and kisses and hugs to you all. And I will speak to you all sometime soon. Bye, guys.